This podcast is taken from an article by Pete Nicholas on the Christians in Sport website. For more content like this, please visit christiansinsport.org.uk. What does the Bible say about doping? Listen into the news at the moment, and it's difficult to get away from doping scandals. We have an exclusive report on Kenya's efforts to tackle cheating in sport. Today it was revealed that 14 of 31 athletes from the 2008 Olympics who failed recent retests of their doping samples were Russians. In this podcast, we won't be exploring the specifics of any of those cases, but we will be looking at what the Bible says about doping in general. At a basic level, of course, doping is cheating. And cheating is both lying and disobeying the sports governing authorities and rulemakers. Both of these are clearly prohibited in the Bible. Colossians 3 verse 9 says, do not lie to one another. And Romans 13 verse 1 says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. But can we go any further in understanding the pathology of doping, other than just pronouncing it a sin? Well, first, it is important to understand there is nothing inherently wrong about sport. At various points in church history, sport has been declared inherently bad or idolatrous by the church. But as the previous blog, What Does the Bible Say About Sport, claims, sport is a good part of God's creation, a gift from him. Doping happens because sport has been affected and infected by humanity's fall into sin. Secondly, What is it that makes doping so prevalent? Partly it is a time we live in and a heady mix of professionalism in sport and drug innovation. Amateur players cheated, and they still do. But it is still true that the huge sums of money involved in sport and the availability of drugs to enhance performance are factors encouraging doping. But what is it that makes athletes want to take performance-enhancing drugs in the first place? Partly, It's a timeless desire in human beings to push the boundaries of what we can achieve. The Olympic motto, Citius, Outius, Fortius, Faster, Higher, Stronger, sums it up well. A key aspect of sport is a good desire to see what we can achieve. How fast can we go? How high can we jump? How well can we play? This is part of our creatureliness, rejoicing in our talents and exploring what it means to be made in the image of God. This desire becomes distorted, though, when it extends beyond exploring our creatureliness and becomes about wanting to become more. The original temptation of the serpent was to be like God, and so often the motivation behind doping is a desire to be more than we are, more than God has made us. When Lance Armstrong won his seventh consecutive yellow jersey in the Tour de France in 2005, he stood on the Champs-Élysées with people questioning whether he had doped, and he said... And finally, the last thing I'll say for the people that don't believe in cycling, the, the, uh, the cynics and the skeptics, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry you can't dream big, and I'm sorry you don't believe in miracles. Do you hear the narrative? He was claiming to be more than he was. We sometimes use the hyperbole, that was a superhuman effort, and it was often used to describe Lance Armstrong. But the truth is that the very best achievements in sport show us not something superhuman, but the best of being human. God has given us great ability and also creaturely limitations. Sport at its best is a mutual exploration of those abilities within God's good limitations. But sport at its worst is when we seek to transcend those limitations and buy into the lie that we can be more than God has made us to be. 
To read more articles like this, go to christiansinsport.org.uk. The next episode of the Christians in Sport podcast with Graham Daniels will be out in the first week of July with triathlete Paris Edwards. See you then.